Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right. Go ahead. The time is now! Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. What's happening? It is Monday, June 26, 2023. So glad you are here as we kick off another week of fun as we are sort of leading into the 4th of July holiday weekend. I don't know exactly how everybody's going to celebrate. I mean, I guess the official holidays are next Monday and Tuesday, right? Especially next Tuesday. But a lot of people heading out for the weekend. But we are going to get you through the week the right way to get you on to celebrating our country's independence. Yeah. So today, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, headlines from around the world, and a dog parade for a 100-year-old birthday and a thief who asked the girl out at gunpoint. All that more is coming up today on the show, brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays. You know it. I know it. We all know it. Let's just get to it. Ariana Grande, singer, is 30 today. Jeanette McCurdy, who played Sam on iCarly, is 31. Aubrey Plaza, who's Andy's mom in the 2019 Child's Play remake, is 39. Jason Schwartzman, who is Max Fisher in Rushmore, is 43. Former NFL quarterback Michael Vick is 43. Derek Jeter, retired New York Yankees shortstop, is 49. Country singer Gretchen Wilson is 50. Actor Chris O'Donnell is 53. Nick Offerman, a.k.a. Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec, is 53. Sean Hayes, who played Jack on Will and Grace, is 53. Irv Gotti, part of the rap group Murder, Inc., is 53. Radiohead bassist Colin Greenwood is 54. Harriet Wheeler, singer from The Sundays, is 60. Lead singer for Berlin, Terry Nunn, is 62. Mark McKinney, an alumna, alumna, alumni from SNL, is 64. Patty Smythe, the 80s rock star formerly in Scandal, is 66. Chris Isaac, singer, 67. Mick Jones, Clash guitarist, 68. Getty Watanabe, who was in 16 Candles, is 68. This day in history... What happened? William Clarkson Jr. patented the bicycle in the United States in 1819. King George IV died at the age of 67 on this date in 1830. 1963, that's when President John F. Kennedy gave a speech in West Berlin where he said, Ich bin ein Berliner, which means I'm a Berliner. 
Uh, that was, uh, yeah, in 63. Sonny and Cher divorced after 11 years of marriage on this date in 1975. Elvis Presley made his last concert appearance in 1977 on this date at the Market Square Arena in Indianapolis, Indiana. His final song was... I can't help falling in love. And he was really sweaty. Magic Johnson signed a 25-year, $25 million contract extension with the L.A. Lakers on this date in 1981. I can't believe I actually sang that much of that song. I am really sorry. The movie Stripes was released on this date in 1981 as well. Okay, Allen Iverson, top pick of the NBA draft in 1996. Let's see, LeBron James drafted to the Cleveland Cavs as the first pick in 2003. And Miley Cyrus, the biggest news of all, her double album, Hannah Montana 2, was released on this date in 2007. All right. Elvis has left the building. Those are your celebrity birthdays in this day in history. Good morning. Good morning, friends. It is time for Random Facts. Led Zeppelin, R.E.M., and Depeche Mode have never had a number one single. Isn't that wild? Led Zeppelin, R.E.M., Depeche Mode, never had a number one. Meanwhile, Rihanna has had 14. Cul-de-sac, okay. Cul-de-sac literally translates to butt of the bag in French. Butt of the bag, cul-de-sac, okay. Okay. There are now more than 9,700 breweries in the United States. Ten years ago, there were less than half that. In 1979, there were only 90 breweries in the U.S. Now there are nearly 10,000. Do we have a beer drinking problem? Are we a country with a beer drinking problem or are we a beer drinking? How does that saying go? I guess that's only in football. A drinking town with a football problem or a football town with a drinking problem. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Random. We are doing random facts, so I can say random things. There's a rare type of watermelon with a solid black rind that grows on an island called Hokkaido. Hokkaido. It's in Japan. They're called Dinsuke watermelons. Dinsuk watermelons. About 10,000 are produced every year. They sell for about 250 bucks. Black watermelons. It takes about two and a half pounds of grapes just to make one bottle of wine. Two and a half pounds of grapes to make one bottle of wine. There you go. Now you know. As Robert, one of our loyal listeners, says, now you know. Or is it, and now you know. All right. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant good Monday morning to you. How was your weekend? I hope it was good. Hot, 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 hot. This week's going to be very hot as well, especially Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. 100, 100 degrees. And, you know, you know, the heat index even worse. Looks like we do have a chance of rain coming in on uh, Saturday. No no burn ban yet, in effect, but it is getting mighty dry. I'm getting concerned about 4th of July, honestly. You know, with fire, fireworks and whatnot. You know? The last thing you want to do to quell your Independence Day celebration is to set the field on fire. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, it's uh, the show's being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call. Four seven nine two five three one two three four. Let's get a look now at your headlines from around the world. It was a uh, busy weekend in Russia. 
Wagner's aborted mutiny leaves no winners in Russia. That's according to the Wall Street Journal after Saturday's bout of violence between Moscow's troops and the Wagner paramilitary group. One widely shared conclusion in Russia was that none of the key players in the power struggle has been strengthened by the ordeal. Wagner chief Pogozlin, Pogozin has accepted exile in Belarus as part of a truce, while the Putin regime has sustained lasting damage to its authority and could be vulnerable to further challenges. Although some people out there allege that this was all part of the plan, I really don't know. It's difficult. It's really difficult, especially when you are looking at the news from foreign countries, exactly what's real and what's not. Ah, Some could say about our country, too. But anyway. What will Ukraine do next? That's your next headline. They stand again from the instability in Russia and the deepening divisions among its military forces. The head of Ukraine's National Security and Defense Council said it expected the long-simmering dispute between Wagner chief Prigozhin and the Russian military establishment to turn violent eventually. A question for its commanders now is how to capitalize on the dissent and disorder in the most effective way possible. Your next headline, why economies haven't slowed more since central banks hit the brakes. Despite higher interest rates, economic growth has remained strong across affluent countries. The factors behind this include the unusual nature of the pandemic-induced recession, government spending that has bolstered growth, and how long it takes for high rates to ripple through and cool growth and inflation. And finally, pill versions of Ozempic-like drugs are coming. Most people dislike injections, prompting the makers of drugs such as weight loss medicine Ozempic to explore formulations that could be swallowed. The chemistry isn't simple, but if researchers can pull it off, the tablets could appeal to the sizable number of people who fear needles while also costing hundreds of dollars less than their injected cousins. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Good morning and happy Monday to you. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. I know one guy that did out there. It's a guy who turned 100 years old, a big time dog lover. And what did people do in his neighborhood? They threw him a dog parade. True story. Let's see if I can find it here. Uh, this happened out in San Jose, California. For his 100th birthday, Dr. Robert Moore's family put out the word on the Nextdoor app asking people to dress up their dogs and parade them in front of their house to help their dad celebrate the milestone. It wasn't just a few doggies. It was a lot. Allison Moore told NBC Bay Area Channel whatever it was. She was expecting about 20 to 30 dogs to show up. You know, just just her normal dogs. But somebody let the dogs out, and there was 200 that showed up and came by to wish this dude a happy birthday. In fact, there were so many dogs, the line stretched around the block. Dogs around the block. Dogs in the hood, all around the block. Somebody let them dogs out. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, There were dogs in cowboy hats. There were dogs in tuxedos. There were puppies with disabilities pulling carts. And there were canines in classic cars. Of course, Robert is an avid dog lover, and he literally pet every single one of those 200 dogs, and he knew every breed that came through there. Anyway, it really made the difference for this guy. His family was touched. He was touched. It was not a rough time at all. It was absolutely fantastic. And that packs the bark much more than the bite. I don't know. Too many dog puns. All right. 
Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Apparently, it's desperate times in the dating world. In fact, this guy was so desperate to make a love connection, it became an armed robbery turned into date date request. I don't know. A man in Indiana called Damian Boyce robbed a woman outside her home last month, pointed a gun at her. She handed over $100 in cash, and then, with the gun still pointed at her, he asked her if she had a boyfriend and if she's if she would add him on Facebook. He even showed her his profile and forced her to add him right there. He said he'd pay her back, and then he ran off. They even exchanged Facebook messages later with Damien still trying to score a date and promising to pay her back. At one point, he said, It's a messed up way to meet, uh, but you was too pretty to rob. <laughs> Okay. The woman said that she has a man, but wished him well. Damien was dangerous, though. Last week, he was arrested and charged in a separate robbery. I guess the girl wasn't good-looking in that one. He allegedly shot two people and hit someone else in the head with a brick. It's unclear if he was romantically interested in any of them, but not likely. Court records show Damien was charged with armed robbery in the Facebook case on Wednesday, and that is stranger than fiction. Good morning. Happy Monday. How was it today? You feel caffeinated? You feel awake? I hope so. We're here together, but we're getting older. That is the story we have for you. Of course, I want to remind you, we're being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan Attorneys at Law Online at OzarkJustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. We'll be back with uh, more from the team of Thurman and Flanagan on Wednesday, so tune in for that right around 7.50 or so. As I said, the U.S. is getting older. Wow, wow. If you're feeling old out there, you're not alone. We all are collectively older. According to a new census report, it found the median age in the United States has hit a new all-time high. What do you think it is? The median age, average age throughout the country. It's nearly 39 years old 39 years old is the median age it's the oldest it's ever been back in 2000 it was 35 in 1980 it was just 30 what's happening baby boomers possibly but are not enough people being born it's partly because we are living longer i guess and people aren't having as many kids birth rates have been falling fast since the Great Recession in 2007, of course, the pandemic didn't help. I thought it did help. I thought, you know, people were alone, nowhere to go, and, you know, things, well, you know. The oldest state in America is Maine, with a median age of 44.8 years old. I, I would have thought it was Florida. New Hampshire's next at 43. Utah is the youngest state by far at 31.9 years old. Texas is 35 and a half. Wow, that's pretty wild, isn't it? Utah. I mean, all those uh, young elders out there. You know what I'm saying? You know, they're very, very incentivized, right? Very incentivized out there in, in Utah to uh, procreate. Okay, we're, I think we're getting, yeah, we're getting too deep here. All right, hey, good morning to you. Happy Monday. Don't worry, you're only as old as you decide to feel. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. I don't really get into uh, watching the different drafts out there in NBA draft, NFL draft, and, uh, typically, but probably should have because several hogs went high up in the draft 
Anthony Black went number sixth overall to the Orlando Magic. And, of course, Nick Smith Jr., who barely played but was, you know, had all the attention on him. He went uh, 27th overall to the Charlotte Hornets. And it, that was the, uh, the the first Razorbacks taken in the first round of the same draft since 1992. Pretty impressive. Now, the second round had uh, Jordan Walsh. He went 38th overall to the Boston Celtics. So I, I was a little surprised at that, honestly. I guess experts weren't. Ricky Council IV was not drafted, but he did sign with the 76 er uh, with the 76ers, Philadelphia 76ers, uh, over the weekend. And I'm telling you, I mean, Ricky Council to me, I think he, you know, definitely did better than Jordan Walsh, but maybe just didn't fit into some of the team's dynamics of what they were looking for. I don't know. But either way, a very successful, very successful draft for Muscleman's Razorback crew. Certainly helps with recruiting when you can tell people, hey, we just had two in the first round this year. That helps. So, anyway, Muscleman's got a great thing going. I hope he he doesn't leave anytime soon. But congratulations to those hogs. Good morning. Now, your headlines. The National Weather Service warning of extreme heat Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week with highs at or over 100 degrees, likely making for further dry conditions as the next real chance of rain comes in on Saturday. Currently, there are no burn bans in effect, though in Arkansas. Something to keep an eye on, though, leading up to 4th of July firework celebrations. The late Dr. John Forsyth's family says the Cassville doctor's fiance gave birth yesterday morning. His brother, Richard Forsyth, told KY3 the baby was born around 6 a.m. and it is his ninth child. His other children are currently living with his ex-wife out of state. Dr. Forsyth was 49 years old, and if you recall, he was last heard from in text message around 7 a.m. on May 21st. Police said he was reported missing when he failed to show up for work later that day at Mercy Hospital in Cassville. His black infinity was found parked in a remote area near an aquatic park in Cassville. It was unlocked and had his wallet, two phones, and a laptop inside. uh, Investigators say a kayaker found the body of Dr. John Forsyth on May 30th in the water near the bank of Beaver Lake across from the Lost Bridge South area near Rogers. The case is still under investigation. And Fayetteville police responded to an apparent stabbing on West 15th Street around uh, 4 p.m. on Saturday afternoon. Fayetteville PD said they located one victim with an apparent edged weapon injury to the abdomen. Uh, Abdomen. One suspect taken into custody charged with battery and other charges. The victim was transported to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, and the investigation is ongoing. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And a very pleasant good Monday morning to you. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Well, sad news that really became widely known on Friday that that submersible that was going down to explore the Titanic actually imploded uh, over a week ago. Yeah, Sunday night, the Navy actually registered it, uh, the implosion, but it was not really disclosed to the general public. But anyway, 
sad deal altogether. But a weird thing is it fits into one of the well, one of the predictions that the Simpsons made that came true. Yeah, you, you know all the things that they've predicted that have come true? I mean, they, they, they actually showed a scene of Trump coming down an elevator in 2000. They predicted a pandemic would happen. They predicted accessible space travel, FaceTime, smartwatches. And it turns out this scene predicted of an implosion of a submersible. Fans of the show believe they predicted the submersible disaster. This is a scene from season 17 in which Homer goes deep sea treasure hunting in a personal sub and quickly runs out of oxygen. Homer survives the deal, uh, of course, the ordeal, but uh, the rest do not. Take a listen to this. Say I'm filled with joy, searching for treasure with my long-lost son. Look! The treasure of Pizzo Mahado. No! Strange, very strange. That aired in 2006. What is it that the... Have the Simpsons just made so many shows for so many years they're bound to stumble upon real-life things that happen later on? Or do they know something we don't? I mean, when you start looking at the amount of things that they predicted, it's it's really weird. I mean, Walt Disney and the Fox merger, Lady Gaga on the Super Bowl, some of these aren't that far-fetched, but they, I mean, they ran them out in front of uh, everybody on uh, these different episodes. It's really bizarre. Anyway, The Simpsons. It is, you know, they have a crystal ball. Somewhere uh, somewhere in Simpson land. Springfield, actually. Springfield, yeah, we know that's where it is. I remember as a kid, oh, they're talking about Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, that's right, you know. Even though there's like a Springfield in every state of the union, basically. Anyway, sad story, terrible thing, but really ironic that they predicted it. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.